Welcome to Under the Radar, a show about independent iOS app development. I'm Marco Arment. And I'm David Smith. Under the Radar is never longer than 30 minutes, so let's get started. So today we wanted to talk about WWDC. It was just announced as we record. It was just announced uh, a little less than a day ago. And we wanted to talk about whether you want to go or not, because right now they're doing this kind of lottery system, uh, just like in, in the last couple of years, where you can you can register to get a ticket and you have to commit to buy it to register. And then if they if you if you win the lottery and if you get awarded a ticket, they charge your credit card that you've registered with them, uh, and it's not refundable. So you basically have to like pre-commit sixteen hundred dollars to potentially getting this ticket if you want a chance of getting one at all. So this raises the obvious question for a lot of us of, well, do I do I want to try for this or not? And uh, David, I'm curious, did you register? And if so, why? I did. I have a lot of reasons why I registered for, for WDC. It's, I, it, it's very important for me personally, and some of these things will only apply to the way that I run like my, my business and the way my business is structured. But for me, WDC is a very unique opportunity like the actual event going to it um beyond just like the the things that i could do at home you know like there's i think this year for the um they're going to be live streaming the sessions um in past years it's been this videos are available a few hours later and so if you were just going wanting to go to the conference if you were just wanting to get the information that's presented from stage there's really no need to go to wdc there's no reason to go to san francisco like you could just do that at home for me though the thing about WWDC that makes me want to go, like there's the there's a main reason and then there's like a kind of a secondary reason. The main reason for me is the labs. Um, so every year at WWDC, it's kind of the way it's structured, just probably is good to have a bit of a quick overview. There's like on Monday, um, and this week, this year it's from I think the 13th to the 18th of June. Now, on the Monday, they'll have kind of like the big keynote addresses. In the morning, there's usually the like the executive one. So, you know, where Tim Cook and Phil Schiller and those kind of um, people will come up on stage and give the broad strokes of Apple's vision for, you know, the, the next generation of their software, typically. Um, you know, so what's coming in iOS, OS X, watchOS, tvOS, like the big high-level things. We'll break for lunch, and then they'll have the de- like developer state of the union type of thing where they talk in greater technical depth about you know all the things that were said in the morning and then the rest of the week um tuesday through friday is broken up into there'll be sessions um which are you know sort of power or keynote presentations um talking about the various technologies that are introduced or things that are new things that you want to learn about um, and those are going to be live streamed and available um and then downstairs at 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 most the Moscone West Center where it's held, they have the labs, which are where a bunch of Apple engineers, essentially, I think they, they usually say it's something like about a thousand engineers are on hand in very, at various times throughout the week, um, will sit down and they'll have sort of office hours where you can come in and talk to people on the various technical teams. So if, say I'm having a problem with core motion, I can go to the core motion lab and I can sit down and I can talk to somebody who either wrote the APIs that I'm working with or knows the person who did. And for me, that's the part that is completely irreplaceable. And in some ways, honestly, kind of essential for, for the way that I do my business, because 
I have kind of made a living on looking at Apple's new, newest platforms and their newest technologies and being one of the first people to adopt them um, in whatever form that looks like. You know, so whenever there's a new, like I just did with Activity++, like there was this new API for acti- accessing activity data. I submitted my app um, the moment it was possible to do that. And, you know, that works out. And for me, WWDC is this tremendous opportunity to go and talk to people about not really like the what of what was announced, like things things that you'd get from the video where they say like here's the five new apis here's the new things here's what's going on but being able to go and talk to an engineer about kind of the why and to be able to say like well this is like i can i can go and i can what i'll tend to do is i'll sit down and kind of bang out a really rough prototype of something i'm thinking about maybe working on this summer go down to the lab and be like hey this is how i'm doing it and is this a reasonable approach like nothing even more specific than is this a reasonable approach? And you will often be from conversations then with those engineers, you can understand why they're doing things the way they are. And for me, that's kind of essential. And I'm registering registered for a ticket. I got my fingers crossed that I'll be one of the ones um, who's been selected for that reason. Um, and then secondarily, and a bit more amusingly, I love going to WDC because it's almost like every year being an iOS developer, there are a lot of things that are frustrating. There are a lot of things that are challenging. And that can kind of wear on you after a while. And the thing with about WWDC is I've been, I had the privilege of going, I think six times before, six or seven, it's quite a few. Um, And every time I go, I always leave WWDC feeling excited, motivated, and just kind of like jazzed about the platform and the cool things that are coming. And it, you could say it's kind of like going back. It's like I go to San Francisco and I drink the Kool-Aid again. And that's kind of like the negative way to look at it. Or you could just say like it's it's a time to go and reconnect with the things that originally made me so excited for this platform and kind of wash away some of the things that may have been frustrating in the previous year and kind of re- recenter and focus on, okay, you know, what's going to happen the next year? And so for me, the $1,600 and throwing my name in the hat like just makes perfect sense. Yeah, I mean, I have mostly the same kind of feelings about it. Uh, I also registered, and I also, um, you know, put down the potential sixteen hundred dollars to potentially get a ticket. Uh, for me, it's 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 mostly about the community side at this point because the technical stuff uh, is, you know, while it is strong and it is very good, you also don't, you know, increasingly you have to be there less and less to get it. Because every year, you know, it used to be back in the olden days, uh, back when you could sell apps for money, it used to be that, that they, would, they would put up the videos like three months after the conference or something like that. And then every year, as, as, the, as the conference has, has become more and more uh, oversold and overcapacity, um, they've tried to address that issue of like there's so many people who want to be there but just can't get a ticket because there aren't enough uh, or they can't get out there uh, for scheduling or work reasons or the other problem is it's just a lot of money and a lot of people cannot afford to put down the probably all in four thousand dollars that you'll that you'll be in to to do this trip something like that um because a big part of which is the hotel but we'll see how that goes (laughs) So it's a lot of money. It's a it's you know a week off of work that you have to go do this. So a lot of people can't be there. So what they've been doing is uh, making the videos available earlier and earlier uh, to the point where oh and and also dropping the requirement that you even had to be a a paying developer member to even watch them. That used to be the case. 
Now, any developer account can watch them for free, uh, and you don't have to have been there. You don't need the $100 um, full membership level. Uh, any, any developer can watch these videos, and the videos themselves have gotten better. They have transcripts, and it's searchable, and all that stuff, and the production value has gone up and everything, and they are now releasing them so fast. Last year, they were released like within a day or so of them of the talks happening and this year they're saying as you mentioned uh this year they're going to be live broadcasting them which has never happened before for anything beyond the uh, initial keynote so increasingly there's less and less reason why you need to be there as a developer um and that's why if i you know in past years i have been so scared that i wouldn't get a ticket and i've been very lucky that for the last seven years i have gotten a ticket and um although one year i had to sign up two developer accounts to to get (laughs) but but uh this year if i don't get a ticket i don't think i'm going to be as disappointed and and i'm still going to go and and there's a whole question of like whether you should go out to san francisco for that week anyway even if you don't get a ticket because there are other things to do there are other events that people put on just not apple but you know there's other conferences there's the layers conference there's alt conf um, there's a lot of like meetups and user groups and there's just all these developers who were all in town that week and so there's lots of social events uh, if you have any developer friends or if you just go to a bar near Moscone, you will find developers and you can make developer friends um, so there's there's a lot of reasons to be there regardless so if i don't get a ticket this year i think what i will miss the most is kind of the 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 fun of like being in the building and like going to sessions live and and going to the keynote waiting with waiting with you and john and casey in line and uh and like doing all that stuff well will i really miss the line (laughs) maybe it's part of the fun right i'll miss the camaraderie of the line but maybe not the duration of it (laughs) but you know ultimately i will have fun that week out there regardless of whether I get a ticket or not. So the ticket will basically, if I get the ticket, the value of it is in structuring my day and giving me a place I have to be all day, every day, and, and a venue to go to and and things to see and, and talks to see and and kind of the, the, the focus of having it be like my only job this week is to watch these sessions. And then socialize at night. But you know, my my primary job this week is to watch these sessions live, because when they post the videos afterwards, it's a little harder to find the time to sit down and do it. Because if you're just sitting at home in your office, you have all sorts of other work to do. You might have a family to also take care of. So like your whole life is is pressuring you during all other times of the year that you should probably be doing something else rather than sitting and watching a whole bunch of videos for apis and stuff that you might not even be using yet that you might just think might be interesting you know when are you going to find time to do that well if you're there your job is to go to those things that is the reason you're there you have that time kind of carved out and that is what your focus is if you if you're not there or if you're there without a ticket it's less focused so i feel like i will miss that that kind of focus and forced uh attention on on the sessions because that's a good thing however um probably the biggest thing i would miss would be the Moscone sandwiches. No, just kidding. It would be the labs. It would be you know as because you know as as you mentioned, like having the labs, having access to the Apple engineers uh, has not always, but has reasonably frequently provided me with pretty good information. Oftentimes, very good information. So I 
that is the part I, I would miss the most if I don't get a ticket. But the rest of the conference, I feel like if you've if you've gone to them for a few years, you kind of know what it is, assuming they don't change it, you know, ma- massively, which is not necessarily a safe assumption because they're they're already doing like the keynote at the Bill Graham Auditorium, and so we're going to see like there there's some changes in the event here, but um, I feel like. I've gotten so much out of it in previous years that maybe it's time for a break. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I think I, I'm certainly conflicted on the issue. That's why, like, if if I do get a ticket, okay, well, I don't need to think about it for another year. And if I don't get a ticket, I guess I'll see what happens. And I, and I think that's fair. Like, it's it, like WWDC is it's. It, it, it's just, it comes at least for me. It comes into the strange middle ground between being like strictly rational and somewhat emotional. Like I have an affinity to it um, that is not just logical. It's not just like, oh, it makes sense to go here. Um, Like I have good reasons that I can justify to myself. And I think there are real reasons for like, I need to go and talk to people in the labs that are good. But if I didn't get a ticket, it would be sad in a way that is just emotional. Like I remember in, I think it was 2009 was my first WWDC. Yeah, me too. And like, I remember how exciting that felt. And there's a certain amount of nostalgia or, and just like affinity that I have for the event where I think about it. And it's just, it's just kind of fun. Like it's, it's everybody there like, like loves and cares about the same things that I love and care about. Um, that they're all doing the same job. Like it's a really fun environment to be in. And that emotional part of just like every time, I mean, I've been to it for years, but I still like when we're, when, you know, it finally comes right before the keynote and you're kind of all, everyone's kind of, you know, finally found their seats. You're sitting down, like the excitement of just being there in that room with everyone's kind of waiting and anticipating like what's going to happen, what's going to, well, you know, what's going to come. And in some ways, like it's kind of impactful too, because the things that are about about to be announced are potentially like completely like up could potentially upend my business or change dramatically what I'm planning to do for the next three or four months. And so that puts a bit of stakes on the announcements. And so then being there for it, like it just, there's such an emotional excitement that comes from it that um, I think I would miss even more than like, you know, I would really be sad to not have the labs, but just to not have that feeling of like, it kind of is like excitement is the best word I have of just mm-hmm. while I don't love getting up and, you know, at like really early in the morning and standing out in the San Francisco, I guess, winter, cause it's freezing cold in June. <laughs> um, but like standing outside in that San Francisco winter where it's just freezing cold and you're kind of just like mulling around for a few hours before they let you in, which who knows, maybe at this new, you know, civic auditorium, they'll have a better, uh, a better scheme for that rather than just like wrapping us around the block three times. Um, but there's just something exciting about it. And if you're a developer who's never been to WWDC, it's it's a hard thing to, like, you know, I don't even, like, explain that feeling. That if you're looking at it and it's like, you know, like, I can get all the inf- pretty much all the information I need from just staying at home. Like, that is absolutely true. Like, there's no, like, strict need to go to WWDC. The videos are live streamed. If you have questions and problems and, like, you know, that that was something that would have been helpful to go to the labs. You know, there are people at Apple you can reach out to. Like, there's a whole evangelism team whose job it is to field similar types of questions. Um, but it's just never going to be the same. And so, yeah, I would encourage most people, if especially if you've never been, 
to try it. Like you put your name in and, you know, it's, it's obviously everyone's mileage will, you know, will differ. And like, you may just find it not really your thing. But for me, I've, I, you know, every year I've come back, I've always wanted to go back the next year. I've never gone to WDC uh, and then come back and said, you know what? That's probably it for me. I'm probably done. Like every year I come back just more and more excited. Um, even as things have changed, like it's been a wildly different thing, you know, back in 2009, what was it? What would that have been? They were announcing iOS or probably iPhone OS four, something like, yeah, four or something five, something like that. IPhone OS. Like it is so much has changed since then. Um, like, I mean, it's kind of the crazy things I remember when they introduced iCloud, um, like that was like a big deal at yeah. one of them or that was Steve's last presentation or yeah. his last big one, at least. Yeah, it was certainly, and I mean, not I mean, obviously that like that side of things is even more crazy when I think about the fact that I had sort of had the privilege of seeing Steve Jobs keynotes. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's kind of special in a way that's almost you know like a little overwhelming. Like it was like some, having been able to, I think I saw two or three um, that he that he presented at, and just you know like seeing the legend is is really cool. So that's kind of where I am. But I think like you say, like I'm going out either way, no matter what I will be in San Francisco, um, from you know, the Sunday before to the Friday after, like I will be, I'll be there. If I have a ticket. Awesome. Like, as you say, like, it's lovely to give some structure. If I don't, I don't really know what I'll do during the day. Um, I mean, I imagine I will watch some of the sessions. Um, maybe I'll do a bit more actual programming rather than, um, watching and thinking about programming, which I don't know if that's better or worse. Uh, maybe it'll be a little easier on to socialize a bit more. Uh, but one way or the other, I'm going to be there. Cause I think even just, even not being inside, like past the door and being inside, there's still something exciting about going to a place because I think I remember, I think it was Jason Snell. Um, was, was talking about this where it used to be like, there were events like Macworld Expo, which was like a place where people could go to like be around like-minded people like people who cared about the same kind of things. And there's something kind of fun and exciting about that. And now the main event are for Apple, like Apple minded people where if you, you know, sort of you go there and just sort of like by osmosis will be surrounded by um, people who care about the same stuff. Like it's that one week this week in W in San Francisco. And so like, I would just go just for that, just to be around these people. Um, you know, there's all these, there are many people who I only see once a year and I see them in San Francisco during WWDC. And like I have friend, you know, sort of like whole friendships just based on that. Um, and so it's kind of fun to just have that as a thing. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's why like the idea of not going out there at all just didn't even occur to me. That's why as soon as the date was firmly announced yesterday, I booked the flight. And I don't know if I'm going to have the the conference badge or not yet, but I booked the flight and I booked the hotel months ago because hotels are easily cancelable for no money. Um, and so, like, I booked all the stuff because the the idea of not going never even entered my mind. Of course, I'm going. This is like this is the one conference that happens every year that it is like a fixed block on my calendar. It is non negotiable. Like it it would take a lot for me not to go. Like it would have to be like some like massive family event like having a baby like then i wouldn't go but otherwise like it would be it would take a lot for me not to go to this whether i have a ticket or not and you know the a little bit more on on having tickets um or not in a second but first i wanted to thank our sponsor this week uh we were sponsored this week we decided to do something a little bit different this week we're sponsored this week by 
ourselves and our own apps because we both have apps that you can buy and it turns out we have a way to advertise for fairly low uh, money here because we don't have to pay ourselves and we advertise for our own stuff so uh my half of this advertisement is please uh, i would love it if you can give overcast a try and if you're already an overcast user and if you're not a patron yet i'd love it if you could become a patron you get a cool dark mode and uh, you get to support the service and support uh server costs and stuff like that and my amazing extravagant lifestyle so so david um i would like to encourage you if you do not already to try one of my fitness and wellness apps so i make a couple of apps they tend to have a plus plus at the end of them there's pedometer plus plus sleep plus plus and activity plus plus um apps that help you measure and understand um your fitness and level of activity throughout the day and hopefully help you to make more uh, active choices and so if you haven't already, please go check what, either some of those apps out or Marco's Overcast and you know, give, us a, give us a try and support us that way. It's just a, you know, if you listen to this and you like the way we speak, maybe you'll like the things we make too. Thanks. So if you're planning on going into WBDC uh, without a ticket, there are a couple things that I would add to this just a little bit. So first of all, I agree with you, David. I'm, I'm a little concerned about what the heck I would do all day. Uh, the good thing is, there are a lot of people who go out there without tickets. And so there are like little gatherings, uh, some, sometimes like some, some of the local companies, like I think Twitter hosted like a keynote watching party last year. Was that right? That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. And so like, like sometimes like local San Francisco companies who have offices in the area uh, will, will host developer get togethers and, and meetups and little events to watch some of the live streams. A lot of some people will just watch them like they'll like rent a little conference room in, in the hotel that they're in and just ha- like have like a small gathering of people to watch them there. Um, or people will just watch them privately in little groups of like two or three friends together. Uh, so there are a lot of people who go out there. The only thing is if you, if you already know people, if you already like have established friends and contacts who will be there it's a lot easier if you're going out there and you don't know anybody yet i highly suggest trying to get that ticket because it's a lot it's it's not that it can't be done to go out there without knowing anybody and find people and make new friends but it's a lot harder if you don't have a ticket because if if you're in the conference building then you're going to be walking around and everybody around you is going to be an ios developer or a mac developer um or or uh, a soon-to-be ios or mac developer (laughs) everyone around you is going to be part of that social group there and there's going to be so many other people there who you know in the building who are looking to meet people and looking to socialize and looking to make new friends looking to to make contacts Whereas if you're walking around the streets or sitting in a hotel room, it's harder. It, it, again, it can be done, but it's harder. So if it's your first time out there, if you don't have a lot of friends already in the, in the community, I do highly suggest trying to get that ticket. It will help a lot. Um, and, and otherwise, if, you're, if you are, regardless of whether you know anybody out there or not, if you're going out there to, to hang out and to meet new people, don't be afraid to go up to people who you see, who you recognize, if they're you know, well-known developers or podcasters or bloggers, or whatever, go up to them and say hi. Do not be the person who sits back and, and then tweets later, oh, I saw John Gruber today, but I was too scared to say hi. Because you know what? All of us, like people who, who you might know in this community, we're all just normal people. You don't have, it's not like we're Brad Pitt. You don't have to like be worried about coming up and saying hi, because like, it's really cool for us to have anybody in real life know who we are because that's amazing because every day is not like that (laughs) and so go up to people i think you will find that this is a very friendly community and we are all the vast majority of us are all socially awkward geeks 
And so, you know, if you are worried, if you are a socially awkward geek, you don't need to be worried about that because all of us are and we are very welcoming and, uh, you know, we will, we are likely just as nervous trying to have conversations with people we don't know as you might be. Uh, but please come up and talk to anybody you find who you recognize. Also, don't be afraid to, you know, to, to at reply, you know, to, to mention people on Twitter, to ask people like, Hey, you know, where's, where are you hanging out tonight? Like, you know, like what's, are there any good parties that, that you might know or any good gatherings that, that are public or whatever? Like if you were, if you need access into a certain group of social, a certain social community or, or group of friends who you're, who you're trying to meet or, you know, certain developer, a certain writer, whatever else you you know, you can, you can be a little forthcoming, you know, you don't have to like stalk anybody, but like you can be a little forthcoming because this is ultimately a very open community open to new people, uh, welcoming of new people. And and there's so many people out there who are all, you know, we're all basically the same kind of person. Um, you know, we all like the same stuff. We are, m- many of us, as I said, are geeks. And uh, we all like to say hi to people who, who share a common interest. So it's totally okay to be a little forward socially in meeting people when, when you're out there. Yeah, because I think, and it's just to sort of jump on, to sort of extend that too is, I remember clearly that first year going out to WWDC and knowing nobody. Like I, I didn't. I don't think I couldn't think of one person that I knew when I was going out there. And I, at this point, my apps weren't particularly well known. It wasn't like I had a podcast or a blog or something that's like something that people would know me by. Like I was still fairly new to this, and I just remember. But I still had people. You know, I had people that I admired, people that I respected that. I had in the back of my mind to like, how cool would it be to meet these people? And it was, it took a lot of effort. And I remember it being very difficult to force myself to not just like go back to my hotel room every night and go to sleep or whatever, like, yeah. or just work on my code or like things like that. Like it was, so, it, would have been, it was so easy and always it like the path of least resistance is always like, you know what, I could go to this event or I could go and just hang out in most, you know, like at the Moscone Center. Um, I could do that or I could not. And I could just have dinner by myself and then go back to my hotel room. And some nights I would have the courage to go and like go out and some nights I didn't. And the reality, though, looking back is I wouldn't have the friends I have now and the connections I have in our community, if every night I had just gone, had dinner by myself, and then went back to my hotel. That like I have dear and precious friends to me now who I got to know because at some point I you know went up to somebody and said, "Hi, I'm David Smith. I love your work. Um, you know, and it's a pleasure to meet you." Like to you know, there are so many people who I just admired and respected who then I, that's how I met that way. I mean, in a weird, it's weird when they say like, that's how I met you, Marco. Yeah. I remember in front of the W like, I remember meeting you at WWDC and you know, who I would, if if I had like, if, if I could have told my future, like my past self, like in a couple of years, you'd be doing a podcast with Marco. Like, it would have sounded completely absurd to me. Like at this point, (laughs) I think I was like, I was a big build and analyze fan and it was this kind of whole thing. And you never know where, how these things are going to play out. And you just never know. But if you don't have, if you don't sort of just like, you know what, I'm going to do this. It doesn't feel good, but I know that it'll end up better. Like Like flossing. 
Yeah, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like flossing. Meeting us is like flossing. It's, <laughs> exactly. It's such a such a wonderful uh, an- analogy. But I definitely would encourage people to do that. And like sometimes it'll work, sometimes it won't. Like in terms of sometimes you'll have really awkward interactions that feel like it's like man that well, that didn't really go well. Um, but other times it really will. And it's the kind of thing like there's no there's no like magic answer for socializing. It's not like oh here's these three things that you should do. But it's the kind of thing that you just keep doing. And then you'll look back on and see how those opportunities, you know, how those moments of just being like, you know what, I'm going to go up and say hello. Um, well, eventually you do it enough. It gets easier and it starts to build some real connections that, you know, you can look back on and kind of just be amazed. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how this goes, you know. Uh, so I guess that's all the time we have for this week. Uh, thank you for everybody for listening. I, I hope that if you have the the means and opportunity to consider going to WBDC, I, I hope you register to get a ticket because you have to do that basically now um, to to have a chance of getting it. Uh, for everybody who registered who who uh, who really needs that ticket to go, I hope you get one. And I look forward to seeing everybody this year. Yeah, I imagine you'll be able to find, one way or the other. You'll be able to find Marco and I uh, in San Francisco. So if you see us, by all means, say hi. You, you can definitely spot David by the color of his shirt. It's usually very bright and blue. Exactly. Basically, the, the brighter version of the color of OS X folders. Is that about right? It's about right, yeah. <laughs> or or, the, or the, maybe I think the better one to, to go for is it's if you if you have one of those blue developer watches that uh, Apple Watch, you know, Apple put out when the yeah, Apple yeah. Watch was first introduced, if you see something that's that blue... That's probably me. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, always floss. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> I don't floss. <laughs>